0: welcome this week's henchman of comics i'm alex Ashback,
1: and my name is kid kid rock nailed it yeah i thought that was probably the best one ever nobody will have a better intro than that uh, you can put this podcast away. We're done. Here. At least it
0: was timely, too. <laughs> all of our best references are these timely ones. Uh, but this week, we we're talking about season three of Jessica Jones, the last season of Jessica Jones, and the final season of the uh, Netflix MCU.
1: That's unfortunate for me because I just watched 30 minutes of Jessica Rabbit on YouTube, and I won't say where my pants were.
0: Uh, hopefully in the dryer. <laughs> uh, you can't just not have clean pants, Matt. That's fair. Yeah. It's part of being a homeowner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't own a home, though.
0: Look, that's semantics. <laughs> I've um, been
1: one sometimes.
0: So, obviously, like, we were bummed that this deal was severed and that Netflix wants to try and bully Net- Disney uh, out of the streaming. You're way. using
1: the word we very <laughs> liberally. Uh,
0: it's we, we cried together over it. Uh, <laughs> we. Uh, I'm
1: sad, daredevil, and the Punisher. We or, or, yeah. called
0: in sick to work for <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this was our final entry, and we we're hoping it was a good one. And I would say it was a good one. I'd say, just get off the bat, season three was much better than season two of Jessica Jones.
1: It's hard not to be better than season two of Jessica Jones. Uh, Jessica Jones is a, uh, swarthy, uh, leather jacket clad wife. Spoilers
0: for season three of Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. Thank
1: God <laughs> you said that before I got into all this. Uh, she's just. Swarthy... Before you describe the character, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: In his third season.
1: Yep. Uh, she rocks a wife beater under that leather jacket constantly is wearing destroyed jeans and drinking, uh, bourbon by the leader. Uh, she is definitely the, uh, abusive alcoholic Italian dad that I've always been missing in
0: my life. I liked her being called a third rate Joan Jett wannabe, <laughs> yes. uh, in the opening episode. I, I thought I said, I thought your description was pretty, uh, apt for that too. Yeah. So, uh, obviously Jessica, I mean she was reeling from her mother's death in the second season, but I feel like she got more of her swagger back like this season.
1: Let me just say that season three, episode one, was an absolutely perfect episode and they should have left it there and let Jessica bleed to death in the hallway <laughs> and end it there. One episode, absolutely perfect television. It was fantastic.
0: I thought it was a pretty great uh, episode. Like We get to see her with an upgraded office. We get to see her with an assistant as yeah. well. Uh, like When she comes to the office, he does immediately pours her a drink. Because she knows Jessica. Yep. She knows her boss. Uh, so I thought that was a nice I touch. I loved
1: her assistant. Uh,
0: we also got to see, I think, the biggest news from the first episode was that Trish was a parkour master. We got to see her little montage of doing parkour under an overpass as Michael well. Michael
1: Scott did it better. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's debatable. Uh, <laughs> but... So, we, we get a, a glimpse into, obviously, that Trish's uh, infusion of powers worked and her transformation to Hellcat is now complete. Uh, but, like, I don't, know. I don't know how you felt, but, like, I thought at the end of the second season that Trish sucked and Malcolm sucked. Uh, but this season, I think, completely redeemed Malcolm, in my eyes, at least. Uh, yeah. But Trish was like a roller coaster. I was like, oh, I hate Trish. I was like, oh, I'm glad they're back together. And I was like, oh, I hate Trish all over again. <laughs> so it definitely felt like like they knew like this was their last season, especially toward the end. Like I felt like they were gonna pull out sure. some big bucks. Um
1: They kind of did. Again, this is a thirteen episode long series that should have been ten or eight. Episodes. I agree, ten
0: would have worked for it. Uh, what'd you think of Malcolm being a fixer for Jerry Hogarth?
1: I thought that was dope. Uh, I thought it was a very long way that he's come since season one. Yes,
0: from being a junkie. Uh, Yeah.
1: I don't think that that's realistic in the From being from
0: one of the most, like, working for one of the most high-powered attorneys uh, in New York.
1: Yep. I don't don't like that whatsoever. Um, I don't like that transformation. I think it's too much too soon. Uh, Let him start out somewhere else. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this guy was a junkie a year ago, and now he's... He's your fixer and inve- lead investigator. Fuck you. Yeah,
0: he. Yeah. It's, fuck you. It happens every day in New York.
1: Uh, then let me do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jump oh, well, right on it. You know what? Never mind. I am fully on board with this Malcolm twist.
0: Um. So essentially the nitty gritty of the season is that uh, Jessica encounters someone. Her tricks is still on the outs to open the season, understandably. Uh, and she's on the outs with Malcolm, like they aren't like, obviously with same level as Trish, but they're not super close at the beginning either. Nope. Uh, but she runs into, but Trish
1: and I aren't close either. So I get it. I mean, that's fair.
0: Uh, she runs into someone named Eric, uh, at a bar and she learns that Eric has abilities like her as well. Uh, and Eric can basically sense when people are evil or bad. And he has a, at times can be a physical reaction to it, but, but but he can sense it as well. He's based off the character mind wave in the comics. Uh, my wife had a big shiny helmet, and typical Jessica Jones and Netflix MCU fashion, he was more dressed down to a normal person. Um, but I enjoyed this character. I, I thought he was fun. I did not enjoy him. If I had to ship a relationship, obviously I shipped Luke over. Uh, yeah, who doesn't? Eric as well. I mean, read the um, comics. I did, but I thought they were well for each other. Uh, I liked him getting Jessica like the best burger in the city as well, and her finding it and loving the burger. I, I enjoyed their back and forth.
1: It was fine. Uh, I did really appreciate one early moment with Trish, one specifically, uh, when she's trying on her costumes. I thought it was very uh, Marvel Netflix. Yes, during the montage. Yeah, I'm
0: seeing like the close like Hellcat costume as well too. Yeah, and um, she goes,
1: "This costume is ridiculous." Yeah. and immediately takes it off. Yeah,
0: which was awful. She should have definitely worn that <laughs> over her uh, bandana.
1: So. But that first episode was was absolutely fantastic television, and it ends on an absolutely great uh, cliffhanger with yeah, Jessica Jones being losing yeah. uh, losing consciousness after she's been stabbed yeah. by a mysterious person we don't know who it is.
0: Uh, I also love the follow up episode as well too, with Jessica in the hospital just not being cooperative with her doctor at all the entire time.
1: Uh, that was episode three, was it not? Because oh, you're right. Because episode two
0: was all Trish. Was all yeah. Trish.
1: I got my. I agreed to get my girlfriend to watch. An episode of me because I was like, I really need to start watching this. <laughs> I just realized there's 13 of did these. Did you start with things. the Trish episode? Of course not. Okay, I, good. I at went least in yeah. Order, of course. Okay. Um, but that's where she hopped on
0: board. That's I was gonna say because I felt like I liked the season, but I felt it took a, a dive at episode two. They're there was just,
1: it was pointless.
0: Yeah. That episode like, was pointless. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of the Trish centric episode at all.
1: Uh, they they did this kind of trope a few times in the season where it was you see, things from Jessica's point of view and, and then yeah split view. viewpoint it was interesting uh but my girlfriend remarked she's like the acting and writing are terrible can we please turn this shit off uh and i willingly oblige.
0: i believe your girlfriend also likes keeping up with the kardashians uh and the, yeah good television and the hot wives uh of Starkville, Mississippi. So (laughs) I really don't know. I mean... Hey, we watch Orange County and Beverly Hills because we like classy broads. Oh, so you're saying Atlanta's not classy.
1: Eh, She likes Atlanta. I'm not a big fan.
0: What about the Hot Wives of Orlando?
1: (laughs) That is a parody show. We are above it.
0: I thought that was Tiger Woods' uh, autobiography.
1: (laughs) So the best Jessica Jones episodes, in my opinion, are when she's sleuthing around and actually doing Jessica Jones shit. Which I, I don't see enough of even in this season.
0: Of the Captain narration though, as well. Yeah. Uh that's very much it. like very noir, very much line with the comics as well. Yep. And you got a much better sense of like Jessica's tone and her voice, uh, which I thought was really strong. Um uh, I wanna get we'll get into a bunch of it, but I want to go ahead and what I thought was like the biggest film of the season, and someone that I thought did not deserve a happy ending, but Jerry Hogarth. Uh Jerry was awful this season played the, the the performance was great she like, was a witch with a b yeah just like just like mariah dillard and luke cage like i hated her guts but it's because the performance was so good and yeah. like in and, and it's much the same with mariah jerry hogarth is way better yeah than jerry hogarth though well because jerry is on like just side for a while let me but just say
1: that actress does a fantastic job
0: she's really, really carrie ann moss yes yeah that's exactly
1: uh, what I said. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss is fantastic.
0: Uh, but she was great. And uh, an ex girlfriend comes into her path. Uh, she tries to steal her away from her husband.
1: Oh, also, she's dying, which we don't really yes. touch on a lot. Yeah, which was
0: touched in the beginning. And that's really it. And which, right at the yeah. end. And then yeah.
1: literally, oh, she yeah. looks totally fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's, she was hardly touched on it at all, except for that. But. She tries Except to sit by
1: her girlfriend. Yeah. What up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she tries to steal her
0: away. She ends up sleeping with her girlfriend who's married. Um, but it turns out she she's like, Well, how are you gonna tell your husband about us? And she's like, Oh, we're in an open relationship. Yeah. And so that's not good enough for Jerry because Jerry uh, is a psycho. And we learn that <laughs> they break up they broke up originally in college because Jerry cheated on her. Yeah. Uh so it's Jerry wanting something. That she can't have because Jerry's all about power so and control So now Jerry's
1: got to blackmail her husband into basically. And drag
0: Malcolm into it as well, yeah. too.
1: Which this leads to the worst part of the entire series, in my opinion, where Malcolm sneaks into the guy's office, plugs in a USB drive, and gets the guy's hard drive. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. He doesn't have superpowers, <laughs> okay? He's know. not Cypher.
1: I'm just saying it is an entirely ridiculous concept that you can go plug in a USB drive and immediately access somebody's hard drive. I do it office. constantly.
0: <laughs> constantly
1: got everything i need let's go all i just I never is...
0: labeled the usbs i've got boxes of them but i don't know who belongs to who or what i need 15 seconds with,
1: with my usb
0: i just need some sort of forensic accountant to go through them for me
1: all i trust is sandisk
0: uh true sandisk for life uh sandisk <laughs> can... we we will take your sponsorship now yeah alex
1: um, will get a sandisk tattoo <laughs> if need
0: if they pay us like 25 dollars yeah <laughs> they pay me a third e- of the even before taxes uh but uh but wait, wait, wait. are you for on.
1: real because i will i will find out who the marketing guy is for sandisk i've it's never not a good person right been
0: now. more honest in my entire <laughs> life and i've taken wedding vows uh,
1: well that was the most dis- dishonest i've ever seen you
0: uh so but essentially due to hogarth meddling her husband kills himself and quite in a public manner where he posts a video of himself uh, in his bathtub where he has slit his wrist, uh, giving a speech saying it's all Jerry Hogarth's fault and why. These
1: Facebook live videos are <laughs> getting out of control.
0: Uh, I mean, I hope it wasn't an Insta story because that's going be to be up for 24 hours. You need, to, you need to keep that up so the damage stays done.
1: I really hope it's not a new Facebook challenge because I can't <laughs> afford to do that one.
0: But uh, the damage is done. Hogarth is losing uh, power and control. Uh, and she even loses longtime client Danny Rand. Because Danny Ryan is out of the country, uh, obviously, from the end of season two. So I kind of like that touch. But she goes in a, a desperate move where she represents someone reprehensible, which we will get into, which is the real big villain of the season, uh, Gregory Salinger. Uh, in the comics, he is Fool Killer. Uh, this one is only very loosely connected to Fool Killer in the comics. Uh, I do recommend the original run. Uh, he's basically, he loves killing, but he's more of like an anti hero. <laughs> uh here i go killing I, I, again i don't want to spoil the ending uh, to the original run but the ending is one of the best runs in comics like ever and what's that on full killer marvel uh it, it, you know marvel limited
1: so it's just called full killer is the series full killer yes oh so it is a series about a a murderer.
0: Yes. I mean, Punisher is the same thing, essentially. But this one's... Uh, yeah, but
1: this guy has no real justice.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Trust me.
1: That's dark as shit. Yeah, that it, sounds great. It, it, it's Mar- really is it real. on Max or is it just on Marvel? No, it's a Marvel. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Great job, Marvel. Yeah. I uh, mean, Max is still Marvel, but...
0: Sure. There's a lot uh, to
1: say fuck and shit, so... It's true. We're not.
0: <laughs> no. We have gotten so much fine from the FCC, it is embarrassing. But Jeremy Ball plays him. Uh, I thought he did a fantastic job of just someone who was like God, was so creepy and like creepy, yeah, and weasling and someone like you hated at the same time too. Um,
1: I think he petered out around episode eight or nine.
0: But like, like, like he was someone like you wanted to see, like punched in the face, like you wanted to yeah. see, like Jessica bring him down. He
1: needed to get his. Um, did you like the way that he had stuff over Hellcat and Jessica didn't want her to go to jail, so she was helping out a serial killer essentially? out of prison
0: yeah essentially yeah uh actually i mean the the most angry with me was was when hogarth decides to represent him after jessica gets him arrested uh as well and he gives a speech in front of like the media and basically he's he's like an incel essentially like in his speech Mm -hmm. talking about how women bring him down and all that which i thought was a nice modern critique um and he's right (laughs) Uh, that is not an official endorsement of the Henchmen of Comics. Those views are completely based off off Matthew Gold.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Henchmen of Comics first. uh, This is the first time that one of us has made the other one laugh to the point where they spit all over
0: themselves. I was just incontinent for a minute.
1: (laughs) I claim victory over this podcast. I had a mini stroke. (laughs) Whatever it takes, man.
0: Um, But yeah, I thought he was... Like not great as like a super threat, but just great. Just his performance was really incredibly menacing as well. And Jessica obviously someone that uses her sleuthing skills, but gets most damage done like with her fist. Uh, but he was someone that was cl- more clever than she was, and someone that prepared as well. So he, she couldn't just go in there and punch him away. Because like when she first breaks his apartment, he's already calling the cops and creating a fake story to paint her as a villain. So yeah. I thought he was well presented. One thing. About the season as well that we didn't get season two was that Jessica used her powers a lot more often this season, uh, which I really enjoyed. Just seeing her go into the home of Fool Killer's first kill and throwing the gazebo, lifting that up and just smashing the concrete over and over yeah, again. I thought awesome. that was awesome. Stuff like that I really enjoyed.
1: Uh, I really wish that he kept up like the sniveling act a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we only really saw that in like one or two episodes. I kind of wanted to see that, like, especially when he was doing like his. Uh, Press conference, like if he would have been like that character, that would have been so much more believable. Like this woman just won't leave me alone, but instead he was all super calculated out of fucking nowhere, and it just wasn't super consistent for me. The
0: one thing I wish is that we got more of his backstory as well. Oh my god, that would be great.
1: Like, why is he doing this? Yeah, why is this guy killing all these people?
0: Yeah, that instead we
1: just find out that he likes to snap photos and probably jerk off to him.
0: Yeah, he would do great for TMZ. Don't sue (laughs) us, TMZ. I know you're run by a lawyer.
1: So, uh, are you saying that all teams, the photographers, are just snapping and jerking?
0: I mean, not at the same time, but like <laughs> they're human beings. Uh,
1: you don't know their lives.
0: So, the real crux, like towards the back end of this, I think there's a like kind of a lull towards the middle of the season, but it gets stronger towards the end. Uh, Dorothy Walker, Patty's mom, is obviously, or Trish's mom. Oh, hold on, uh, hold
1: on. Well, I do okay. want to talk about this so, so bad, because that moment that you're going up to is like holy fucking shit yeah but i'll talk about eric a little bit more because he's a major character in this uh i think he's kind of a duncy type of a dude yeah uh and he realizes at one point um that jessica has had too much to drink and he kind of like calls her out on it and this bitch has just drank mm-hmm. a liter of vodka and he's trying to go all M&M like. Just drink a fifth of vodka, dare me to drive?
0: Yeah. I'm
1: like, no, come on.
0: I did enjoy the scene where he where Jess's assistant dragged him into her showering to see here. Her like, <laughs> I'm drowning. I'm drowning. It reminded me of an episode of Renown One where Terry, uh the cops around him, he's like, What's like what's wrong Terry? He's like, I've been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, this fucking idiot, uh, he he was not good at his at just being a human, no, they, uh, which, which made it perfect for, for the role of Jessica Jones.
1: Yeah, it really does. You got to have a flawed character. I get it. Uh, but they go and stop all these awful people, and Jessica Jones is starting to feel good about herself for one of the few times in this entire season. And then he goes, we could never make a dent in all the crime in the entire world. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah. Why would that stop yeah. you?
0: <laughs> What a real Debbie Downer. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know what? We save like forty lives like but we'll never save everybody. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. What yeah. a skeezing yeah. ball. Yeah. I hate Wh- this guy. Yeah.
0: Way to bring us down. And his name's Eric. Yeah.
1: Is there a bigger douchebag name than Eric?
0: Um, Chet.
1: <laughs> oh, Chet's a good yeah. douche name. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Moving on to Hellcat's mom and how she's okay. brutally murdered.
0: But yeah, uh it's one of the things where Dorothy is her normal like uh staged mom and doing kelp for the first half, but then you come around to her and she's actually really sweet to Jess and to Trish and you start to like her a lot. Like, there was a great she's scene nice to, to other people too I know oh. uh, there was a great scene too where Jess wanted Trish to tell Dorothy about her powers and Trish went to Jess just threw out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might have been my favorite yeah. part of the entire season. I will say like even though all these series are very dramatic series, Jessica Jones has the best comedic beats out of any of the series. Oh yeah uh, by a doubt. far. Um, not
1: Kristen Ritter, but just the writing of, yeah. of Jessica Jones.
0: Uh, although, I, I think Kristen Ritter is great. She's hopefully cast in that role. I um, agree.
1: I completely agree with that.
0: Uh, but it's eventually... I thought
1: long and hard about who I would think of as Jessica Jones, and I stopped because I was like, she's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. She's fine.
0: Um, uh, It'd be her or Flo from Progressive. Uh, But <laughs> she wasn't available. Uh, But as Matt said... Dorothy gets brutally murdered by uh, Salinger. Yep. Uh, and it's not, I didn't see that coming at all. Like that completely caught me off guard. Yeah, I guess we should see it coming. Cause it's the last season ever in the Netflix yeah, MCU, well but big. whatever. So Trish goes off a rocker and decides that she needs to stop Salinger and murder him dead. Yeah, Jess not wanting to murder him dead, gets him arrested, gets him in custody, has footage of everything. So it's a foolproof airtight case. Yep. And that's not good enough for Trish. And in the penultimate episode, Trish murders Salinger in, in the elevator. Yeah, beats him to death. Yeah, because Trish sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 You could to yeah. send this guy to prison for forever. He's basically just destined to yeah. go there. No, 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 no. And Trish murders
0: a lot of people. Like, I think she murdered three people yeah, this season. Obviously one last season. Yeah. So, yeah. She's just so unrepentant. Like, almost like, unwilling to see any other side but her own. She is she has all the worst traits of her mother, like yep. her stubbornness and determination and refusal to see it from anybody's point of view. She actually, it's kind of because she's someone that she didn't get along with Dorothy all that great. she was a lot like her mom, uh, in the end, uh, except she's alive. That's the biggest difference.
1: <laughs> what do you think of the acting, uh, for this character? Cause this was one of my biggest complaints and issues throughout the entire series. Um, was how awful she she was at acting
0: i thought Rachel taylor was fine she wasn't terrible but i didn't think she she
1: got pretty damn good at the end i'm not yeah
0: at the end she was really strong she not as i thought obviously kristen ritter was better do you think Uh, she'll
1: come on our podcast
0: yeah right now because because (laughs) we said that she was good not great uh naturally that inclined any professional to come on to the podcast yep absolutely uh she got better <laughs> yeah I-, I bet she's gonna have that on the top of her audition tape she was looking for our yeah, approval exactly uh but
1: as are most women right <laughs> w- whenever
0: she kills salinger at the end of episode 12 i was like how the hell is the series gonna end now because like we just kill like the main villain uh but i thought the last episode of the series was the best episode of the season really uh because it opens with something awesome. It opens with Jessica going back to her office and Luke Cage waiting outside for her.
1: Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot.
0: And Luke dressed in his Harlem suit wearing the club as for well. For a second,
1: I thought there was a Scar reference that I missed and got really upset.
0: No. Not this time around.
1: Uh, you Did you not see all the real big fish posters everywhere?
0: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I kept sending them to the production office. I would like them back, please. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I thought that she was or I thought like I love seeing Luke again. I, I obviously didn't think we were gonna see anybody else in the larger Netflix MCU again. Uh there were references to how things have changed for Luke. Obviously the way he was dressed was much more in his Evil Nightclub owner, and so we won't get to see the continuation of that story. Oh I know. Yeah.
1: I just want that so bad.
0: Um But and he brought up stuff that happened to him in the first season, which he brought up stuff that happened with his brother in tag and Jessica. Which his brother was the weakest villain in the entire series, but it's whatever you're gonna he do. Sucked. Um but uh, like I really enjoyed that. and Why
1: was he like eighty years older than him, too? We'll yeah. We already talked about that.
0: Uh, so, what did you think? Uh, what do you think of the final Trish Hellcat fight? Not Trish. The Jessica Hellcat fight.
1: Oh, you mean the one in Pitch Black where yeah. it lasted a minute and a half?
0: Yeah. I like it, though, because obviously Jessica is a lot stronger than Hellcat. Yeah. Her, like, she, her one advantage she was like... She overpowered her the, yeah, easily. Yeah. The fight it just,
1: was like two minutes.
0: I, my favorite part was actually Jessica watching her. Be on the helicopter being taken away to the raft, like oh,
1: one I, of the last seconds yeah. of the yeah yeah.
0: I, th- I thought that was nice. The series kind of it's got it clearly wraps everything up for the most part. Jessica's leaving town. She gives Malcolm the keys to her apartment slash office, so Malcolm can run alias investigations. So he can start stop working for Hogarth. Obviously, Malcolm has the skills too.
1: The ending of this was fantastic. I will say, but, and she's like, "How south can I go?"
0: Yes. El Paso, Texas. It's Which is a,
1: West Texas, by the way. Yeah. It's not super, super south.
0: Uh, it's, I mean, I don't know if you want to go any farther. Just, unless you're going to South Padre Island for spring break. I don't see that season of Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones season four, South Padre spring Island, break. spring break. <laughs> uh, but I thought it, uh, but the big moment too was that we got a nice little tease. Kilgrave came back for a moment. Yeah. Uh, everything David turned Tennant. purple. Yes. David Tennant reprising his role. We just voiced over. In Jessica's head, basically saying like she made all the right moves, which basically makes you wonder that like anything Jessica did was uh, was done because Kilgrave is still a part of her and still inside her head as well. Uh, so I thought that was really nice. So overall, I'm, I'm talking more about the level complete at large, but what would you give this season on a scale of uh, one to ten?
1: Uh, I'd say it's probably seven.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's seven. I thought it was a good point. It's not in a low point for Netflix MCU at all.
1: No and they they made sure That they kept a lot of strong stuff towards the end of yeah. the season There were a few lulls They should have made A lot more inroads with the serial killer Himself yeah. I thought uh, And it should have made it a little bit more interesting uh, And I didn't really like the writing necessarily With um, Why she, why Jessica's defending the serial killer
0: uh, So Between the five Netflix MCU shows which one are you going to miss the most?
1: Oh probably Daredevil or Punisher.
0: Yeah, I think Daredevil uh for myself or Punisher. Uh I do think we got some of the best villains between the MCU yeah, between Kilgrave, uh Kingpin, Bullseye, uh Cottonmouth in the first half of Luke Cage, mm-hmm. uh and Bushmaster to Luke Cage. I, I think Bushmaster was fantastic as well. Bushmaster was so good. Yeah. Uh I think obviously and I liked Iron Fist a lot more than a lot of people did. They just never had great villains like they did in the other series and season 2 of Iron yeah, Fist was a lot really better did. than the in the first one. It's still a pain to watch. Uh so unfortunately we never we're, it's, sadly it's all over. Sadly we didn't even get 3 seasons of Punisher or Luke Cage or Iron Fist.
1: Guess who never has to binge watch an entire Marvel Netflix show ever again.
0: Oh, don't worry cuz I'm going to be on Disney Plus now. Cool. So Which of the five uh, heroes do you think is going to be the hardest to recast for Disney?
1: Ooh, I feel like they keep Punisher the same. I think they keep John Barenthal. I feel like there's a lot of just big dudes out there that could play the Punisher really well too. So I don't think that one's difficult
0: at all. Um, It'll be hard for me to see anyone else as Daredevil. I think Charlie Cox killed that role, both as Matt Murdock and Daredevil.
1: I disagree. Um, I think um Luke Cage was was really, really good. Yeah. Um there's just not a lot of other people I can see Is Chris
0: order we talked about too was fantastic as Jessica Jones. Yeah.
1: But again, I think there's a lot of women that can play that role really well. Uh, like if I really try and, and think about it.
0: Will there ever be a better kingpin than Vincent Ofrio? No. No, no, yeah. no, there
1: won't. That was yeah. kind of the penultimate kingpin.
0: Like uh, Disney has I want to say in embargo like they can't use the characters in the MCU I want to say for two or three years uh,
1: oh that's weird because Spider-Man doesn't come out for another two or three years yeah
0: it's one of the things to where like it's, it's that weird limbo area to where it's not that long where they could potentially reuse the actors yeah, or it could be long enough for the actors have moved on and wanted something else or it's not Disney's plans to reuse the same stuff
1: I want Kingpin in season three or in the third movie for, uh, for Spider-Man yeah Bring uh, Danafrio back. I think that'd be
0: amazing. Yeah, and so fun, that'd man. be a way to bring a in Daredevil into the MCU at yeah. large as well yeah, too. Yeah, you towards can bring in
1: some, uh, some Spider-Man Daredevil yeah. action.
0: So and even I don't know. Really, you could bring them all in because they all operate in New York at that point. But yeah, yeah. that would be fantastic. And maybe too. If I hope Shang Chi's a rising success, and we can maybe get Iron Fist and Shang Chi too, uh, since they since they team up a lot, both being martial I feel like artists.
1: That's a really easy role to recast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am looking forward to it. Uh, so, I mean, it's so long it sucks that they're gone. Uh, hopefully something else. Uh, Hulu is supposedly going to fill the gap for like the more like rated R type, uh, Disney shows we're Supposed to get ghost Rider and, uh, Damien Hellstrom as well. I at think some point.
1: we'll, we're looking at 2020 at the earliest, like late. I know. So it, assume, it's going to be a while. If not 2021, because yeah. it's so, animation. So it takes a hot minute. I think
0: those are live action for those. I think the animated ones are the, Howard, Howard the, the Duck, Duck. Uh, Tigra, and someone else I can't remember. Uh, there's four I'm in my head. I can't remember any of them right now. Oh, there's a MODOK one, I believe, too. Yes, there is yeah, going to be a MODOK. There's one more I can remember right now.
1: <laughs> they should do MODOK live action. <laughs> they should. Uh, Pat and Oswald does I hope Bro-Doc. they do
0: BroDoc eventually. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrap it up for this week's Hinchpin of Comics. Uh, we're going to have a special bonus episode in the middle of the week talking about all the big news from Comic-Con that you may have missed or can't get enough of we were excited about it. We know you are, too. Uh, as always, you can email us at comics at gmail.com.
1: Find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, like and subscribe and download. Uh, tell your mom's uh, best friends about us. She'll love it. I guarantee it.
0: For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashbeck, And I'm BroDoc. Yeah. Hinching ain't easy.